Hello everyone, I'm Steve the Limey. And I'm Blake the Yank. And together, we are... The Limey and the Yank. A rock talk podcast that takes on the great debate. From the UK to the USA, who really knows how to rock? We're here to battle on who has the best artists, musicians, and of course, it's from England. Debatable. Let the battle begin. This episode of The Limey and the Yank is sponsored in part by Seven Seas International, providers of responsibly caught, sustainably fished salmon. Look for the Biltmore brand salmon at your local grocery store. Thank you for listening. Hello, I'm Steve the Limey. And I'm Blake the Yank. And together we make The The Limey and the Yank. Exciting, wonderful new program we've got for you folks instrumentals we both sat down and we went people love instrumentals and we debated on it and we looked and there were so many awesome instrumentals we couldn't resist could we so the program we decided uh, to call it music without a voice exactly which is perfect right buddy it's wonderful and it's all over the decades too so famous instrumentals throughout the time some of these you're going to go oh yeah and then others you may say Huh, I never knew about that. And we hope you love them all, though. Oh, and the old and the new and the combination of different instruments. And we're going to go right right through the gamut. Um, and to get the party started, Van McCoy, do the hustle. Do, 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 do. Can you do the hustle? I was alive during the 1970s. <laughs> well, I know I know you can't do the boogaloo, but can you do the hustle? Anybody that remembers this, this is a classic. Step, step, disc- step, clap. Step, 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 clap, right? You make it sound so boring. you got to move your head and shake it and show that you got rhythm, which you kind of just practice. I am shaking my head. All right, here's Van, okay? <laughs> you practice the hustle, and I mean the dance, not the one where you – when you try and hustle people. This is a dance. So there you go. Do the hustle. All right. You're, you're up next, Yankee boy. All righty. I'm going to go back and get another classic that probably everybody knows, although they may not all know the artist because this was probably their one big hit. The band is named The Champs. The Champs was actually Dave Burgess and the Flores Trio. They kind of merged together to form The Champs so that they could give us this one gift to the instrumental world. The song Tequila. Tequila. Uh, 
wait a minute. I, I don't know if that's a real instrumental. How many words are said in it? Where do we define the line between uh, instrumental and not? Is it if you say a full sentence or you sing a full sentence or you say the word too many times? But he says it right at the end. <laughs> and in the middle. Yeah, you know why? Because after you dance to that, that's what you want to do. In fact, do I'm not promoting know. alcohol, but... Maybe one before you dance, and then you can do the tequila better. Probably not too many before you dance. They did, they did, they did, they did. Drink and dance. It's okay to dance and drink. I don't know about that. I hope you don't do the tequila like Pee Wee Herman anyway. (laughs) (laughs) No, let's change the subject. We can't talk about Pee Wee anymore. (laughs) (laughs) The all time party song that probably the whole world does. And drink tequila too. Yep. Imagine if they, if you were a, a, a tequila business, that's the kind of song you'd be playing, right? Yeah, but I still love that mental image of Paul Rubens, you know, Pee Wee Herman on in his platform shoes on top of the biker bar, <laughs> doing his little dance, and everybody's like, "What?" The hell I love Pee Wee's crazy. <laughs> Come on now, it's fantastic. if you don't have a sense of humor, movie. I mean, it was a, a classic funny. All right, talking about movies, I've got a song from a movie. It wasn't like, you know, we did the movie themes, you know, yeah. uh, what makes, but this is was uh, in the movie, um, Chariots of Fire, or if you can't hear properly, oh, yeah. Jerry Maguire. What do you say? Jerry Maguire, Chariots of Fire, I think you Chariots said. Chariots of Maguire. Then it, that's when everybody went. Jerry's on fire. <laughs> Cherry's on fire. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Cherry's on fire. <laughs> hey, what a great movie though about the Olympics back in those old days. But when you hear this, and let's play a little bit for all, all our yeah, friends let's do that out right there. Now. The and theme uh, Chariots of Fire by Vangelis. And stop what you're doing and carry on doing it, but do it in slow motion. <laughs> Just like those guys running on the beach. Ding, 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 ding. See how different you, your picks are? I don't know why I hang out with you. Do you yeah, get, but you know, the you get a bit weird with your picks you sometimes. You listen to that whole thing. And you're running in slow motion. That could easily be a horror movie. Oh, no, it isn't. I No, it couldn't. Don't even go there. That was very inspirational to me when I was watching that. Being chased by Jason or Freddy? No, running. I'd always run and dance on the beach. My you know daughter. me. I'm known as the dancing Steve on the beach. But when I saw that movie, that was an. They didn't dance while they were running. There's only one idiot like me that does that. <laughs> but to see that, it was the whole inspiration. I'm going to the Olympics and I'm on the beach running. Through eternity, and it's such a wonderful journey. I'm going to go slow. 
is it running if you're doing it in slow mo? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, running in the sand is really heck on your calves. <laughs> it really makes those, those legs burn. All right, and they're done that. Top that. Come I on. was actually being chased by a serial killer and running across. Well, no, that was a dream. Never mind. Yeah, probably no, wait, some of the movie. some of the bad choices <laughs> and music that you picked. Okay, come on, Yankee boy. What what have you got? You're not doing anything this time. Well, I'm going to go dangerous, and I'm going to go back to the early days of rock and roll, and I'm going to talk about Link Ray. Link Ray did a song called Rumble, and it was a little controversial because Rumble is a name for a gang fight. Come on, man, we're all going to rumble down at the hop. We're yeah. going to bust the hop up and have a rumble. If you have that kind of voice in the rumble, don't start talking because you're going to get beat up. <laughs> Go to the other voice. I like the rock and roll. Is that the rock and roll voice before? It's not that. Hey, that's buddy, not a rock. Don't and... step up to me. No, I mean the deeper I'll kick one. Your butt. I don't think so. The deeper, <laughs> more harder voice that you were talking in. Is that a rocker voice, or were you trying to sound like a rocker? It was, if it you was want, actually, it was actually some sort of weird little bass Johnny Cash, but you know, well, it, like, it's not. It's not Johnny a rocker. Cash is a whole different register. Yeah. I'm and English, and I can do. I can do a better rocker than that. Listen to the English doing a rocker. Yeah, this is Steve Atkins. Yeah, what's happening there? I am a rock and roller, baby. Yeah, you tune in. See, that I don't think is British a, rockers talk like that. All right, <laughs> I know I'm doing an American, okay? <laughs> oh, and okay. it's a better American like rocker than you. <laughs> What, a confused English guy trying to talk American? <laughs> well, I can't say the S word here. All right. Hey, I'd, wait, we got to play it, though. Let's play a little bit of Link Ray's Rumble for these folks. I don't know if I want to anymore. Oh, give Can, me a turn. Come on. All right. Yeah, the classic movie, Pulp Fiction. Remember the scene with John Travolta? I knew when that was in a movie, and I couldn't remember the, which. But, you know, Terrence, you know, what a great director. He picked the, the perfect tune for it too, right? Tarantino? Yeah. Oh, when, yeah. When you listen to that song and him driving, I mean, you don't want to drive while you're on heroin. Yes. <laughs> or ever be on heroin. But if you... So I've given you Rumble, and we talk wow. about how that was in Pulp Fiction. What do you got? I'm going to talk about the stars and the moon and Sputnik and Telstar. <laughs> it's like those classic tunes that you would play with the Muppet. You know, like, I don't mean the Muppets Muppet, but I mean, remember the cartoons in the 60s, Fireball XL5, um, Stingray, Stingray, oh, yeah. Yeah, Stingray. Yeah. So that would be like the theme song. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, but listen to this beginning. Don't haven't you always loved the beginning with the Telstar? It's very spacey. I wonder if it sounds really like the Sputnik taking off, but it really puts you in there. Yeah, let's play a little bit of that Telstar and who's who's that by? Uh, the Tornadoes. Ah, here we go, Telstar by the Tornadoes. 
buddy. It's so very synth heavy. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's like that whole, I, I don't know, it, it almost sounds like maybe he's playing a Hammond organ or something. Do you think, because there's know. a lot of org, organs. Mm -hmm. You know the main organ where they have the, what's the thing that? <laughs> it's not the theremin. That's you know the one that's, in, I don't know that much about organs, but I know what I like to hear, like Perko Harlem and all that kind of uh -huh. stuff. But you know when you, in the 70s, we go to these concerts and you see these, the organs, but the more you would play, the more the spinning speaker would spin around. Oh, wow. I've never seen that, no. Yeah. So it would throw all the sound out all around. So I guess it's what you Weird. would call the first surround sound. Huh. Very yeah. strange. I had not seen or heard of that. But well, that was the dark ages when they had 50,000 big box speakers to get 50 watts per channel blowing out. Yeah. <laughs> now you just need one the size of your hand, right? Yeah, exactly. It's Which amazing. Probably didn't help with those roadies, buddy, because all those roadies, they don't need as many manpower, you know? They just don't have to haul as much weight. And they don't need all that labor. But we digress. So what else is exciting on the instrumental front on your side? Well, I got one, but it's not on my side. It's on your side. It's okay. We're picking either. It's all about great instrumentals. All right, I'll admit, I've said in our Halloween episode, no, in, in an episode we did about bass, I mentioned that one of my favorite artists is Iron Maiden. And if we go back very early in their career, their very first album, they have an instrumental called Transylvania. And one of the things, if you don't know Iron Maiden, their songs tend to be about five minutes long on average, and they have these nice rambling musical passages, these instrumental passages within any of their songs and Transylvania is probably the, the nice little prototype of that kind of um, metered kind of chord progression where everything's just rumbling along at a nice even pace and then has these neat little changes here and there. So it's fun to listen to, and that's we'll play a little bit of it. Transylvania by Iron Maiden. Great pick as always, buddy. Cool. You always like those uh, deep, heavy, those instruments. It was a 70s uh, tune, right? Maybe yeah, late right 70s. Yeah, the tail end, 1979. Yeah, because uh, remember Hocus Pocus uh, Hocus by Focus? Sven the Fisherman sells the seven seas to catch the finest fish to be. Sven the Fisherman sells the seven seas to catch the finest fish for thee. Sven the Fisherman. Hey, that's my salmon. I saw it first. No, it's, it's my salmon. You always want the biggest fish, you yanks. That's not true. Give it to me. Hey, hey, hey stop hey. fighting. Fight over the music, but don't fight over the salmon. There's plenty of salmon to go around. That's why I sail the seven seas to find the finest fish for thee. It's Sven, the fisherman. This month, we celebrate the salmon from my home country of Norway. It's all about family and food, and for my family, that means fish. Our favorite delicacy at home is our own homegrown fish, the Norwegian salmon. 
We offer smoked salmon, gravidlax, that's cured in salt and sugar and smoke, and dill and oak smoked salmon. And we even have hot smoked varieties in plain and peppercorn and Cajun flavors. It's great for your health with omega-3 from the sea. Our family recipes are easy to make and they're delicious. Seven Sea Salmon is tender and delicious, packed with wonderful flavors and spices for each unique fish. Available at your local grocery store, ready to use Spend and enjoy. Convenient, simple, and the main ingredient, deliciousness. That's why I sail the seven seas to catch the finest fish in the beach. Uh, remember Hocus Pocus? Uh, Focus, by Focus. Focus. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, I've forgotten about that. I'm sorry, when you played that, I just thought of it immediately because the sounds and the level and the pitch and yep. the flow of it, I'm not saying they copied it, no. I think they just used the same flow and instruments. Well, Let's they'll, play they'll, they'll talk about their inspirations. It may have been. Yeah. Yeah. See what you think out there, guys. Let's, can we let's focus, play Focus, focus by focus. Yeah, I'm late to the game on Hocus Pocus by Focus because I heard that on Ozzy's Boneyard one day and I'm like, what is this song and how have I not heard this before? I was driving along and I just cranked it up and jammed out. It was fantastic. So you agree on that side of it? It's very, yeah, it's got very, very same... similar in very, very uh, different ways, you know. So on a side note, a little bit of trivia for you. Uh, Iron Maiden got big in 1979 and 1980 and that was the middle of the punk movement, and they were up against a, a bit of a wall because the record labels were saying, we want you to be a punk band. Punk will sell. And they're going, no, we love metal. Wow. So what happens a couple years later when Iron Maiden and Def Leppard and all these other bands are getting big in metal? There they are on top, and thank goodness yeah. they didn't go punk. They stayed, they stayed true to the form. Yeah. And they weren't swayed by uh, big uh, record executives. I hope... All you wonderful fans and listeners out there uh, appreciating the instrumentals. If you haven't listened to instrumentals in a long time, I hope we've been this inspiration that's coming to you. But you know, it's funny with people and instrumentals. You got some people, like one, my daughter, she says she, she don't get instrumentals because she's always waiting for a person to come out and sing. And I say, <laughs> it's just like, you know, trying to tell... The yank, Blake the yank, to stop talking sometimes. Sometimes is a good time to stop. Oh, you the... never have to tell me to stop talking. I'm always good about stopping talking. And, you know, you see what I mean, folks? I, I rest hey, I my case. Are you trying to pick on me? Because that's how I am. <laughs> but I, I'm not going to change now. I'm too old. But don't you think some people are like that? When are they going to start singing? And so yeah. they don't listen to the song. By the time it comes over, they're like they're disappointed. I love inspiration and I love instrumentals dancing i'd rather 
in some ways, I'd rather dance to instrumentals. Well, I can understand the frustration because they're going, I'm listening to a song. I can't wait to hear the song and there's no singing. But there are, I, I can think about these situations being in that and, and going, oh, okay, no one's sung by now. It must be an instrumental. And then I just go, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. And I move on with my life without being upset. Excuse me, this is serious. <laughs> we have to put a little bit, one of our favorite movies, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, trapped in the castle. But father, father, <laughs> I want to sing. And there'll be no singing. That's right. Yeah. No, stop that. No singing here. You wait and guard him. Where are you going? <laughs> We're coming with you. Oh, no, make sure he doesn't sing. <laughs> <laughs> so no singing on this instrumental podcast. I'll do gonna... sing a burned down fellow but then sink into the swamp. and everybody listening out there what determines an instrumental how many words can you say before it's not determined as an instrumental can you say the same word over and over again can you say it more well yeah like we did but i'm saying like can i think in some instrumentals you can say a few words but not a full sentence so along those lines i got a bit of a cheat for you which is um I consider James Brown's Ain't It Funky Now to be an instrumental because it doesn't have verse, chorus, verse. But the thing is, this is a great... Let me play you a little bit of this first to give you the idea. Here's James Brown, Ain't It Funky Now. Now give me a little taste. Make it melt. <laughs> Let it ooze out. Good God. <laughs> And then so really, if, if it's an instrumental, it's just him randomly going, you know, uh, do the thing. That, that, that. That's a terrible James Brown. But you, you get the point. He's just randomly <laughs> yeah. chattering. I've got to have my lunch. You're trying, it, I like feel a bit nauseous now. I told you not to try and do things like that. But does it count? Do you think that's an instrumental or not? I don't know because James Brown's voice is an instrument if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because no offense, I, I'm one of the biggest fans, but a lot of the times, like we said about lyrics, you can't understand that, and he throws it in. Yes, I say yes, that's a, that's an instrumental. You got my vote on that one. I agree because if you go to the techno era, in the early era of electronic techno music, people were sampling James Brown's voice out of context to make it sound like a whole different thing. His screeches and yowls and... <laughs> And they were just randomly throwing that into songs. And if you don't know James Brown, you might not realize that that's what you're hearing is him. <laughs> cool all right i hog the scene what do you got i got something the guy that sits on the toilet a lot frank zappa he Ooh. brought one out and it was called uh peaches and regalia 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 oh, thank you i am yes. english i know this one hey let's play this for people frank I zappa peaches and regalia
Yeah, that's a really good pick. I didn't even know you knew this one. It was all new to me. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know he did any uh, instrumentals. Well, a funny story about this. I'm not super Frank Zappa savvy, but a friend of mine wanted to help me get into him and said that it was his goal to try to collect all of Zappa's 70-odd studio albums. I'm not making that number up. Wow. He was very prolific. He died way too soon. Yeah. But uh, he's the thing is, he gave me the collection Strictly Commercial, and I'm thinking to myself, well... What I do know is I've heard his funny stuff like, Watch out where the huskies go and don't you eat the yellow snow. That's funny. And then I hear, My guitar wants to kill your mama. I know those things. So I'm going, What am I going to get with this Frank Zappa collection? And I put this disc on, and Peaches in Regalia is the very first song. Wow. And I'm like, What the heck is this light, breezy jet? This is strange, but it was good. I was just like, This is so odd. Well, Frank Zappa is all about freedom and music and expression, and he was an uh, inspiration to many artists. Just go out and do your own thing and don't let them say any other thing. And he yeah. did that. That's what makes people grow as artists, right, buddy? Exactly. Yeah. Him and Prince and Susie Quattro, these are all people that said, you know what, I'm just going to record. All right, do you want to bring up one now, or do you want me to bring up a heavy hitter I got? Yeah, sure. I'm going to go ahead and bring up one that's just kind of fun. Uh, I feel like it's worth mentioning it. There was a certain time when instrumentals started to get big in the charts because guitarists were a fad. And I'm not saying they fade away. I'm just saying for a while, the guitarist was front and center. So we had stuff like, we had Yngwie Malmsteen was popular. We had Joe Satriani and Steve Vai were climbing the charts. They did a side project with John Petrucci called G3, where they just kept rotating in all these other guitarists, and it was just guitar, guitar, guitar. It was, it was amazing. So during this time, Steve Vai had an album called Passion and Warfare. It was, I think, pretty much completely instrumentals. There's some songs on there I thought about including, but they had random dialogue samples, and I thought, okay, that doesn't count. So I'm going to give you a fun instrumental called Liberty. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't heard it. Here we go, Steve Vai, Liberty. Heads up! Crescendo, crescendo, crescendo yes. of all these wonderful different sounds. And a lot of those sounds sounding very much like the 70s, but it was in the 80s, right, mate? Yeah, it was in the late 80s. And I love the fact that it's named Liberty. You can practically hear the flag going up on the pole and everybody's celebrating and hand on heart and, you know, oh, da, da. it's very epic. But then if you listen to it in other ways, you can hear it in other contexts. Like I could imagine that being used to kick off a big show in an arena. Exactly. I was thinking about anything, big honor, big event, mm -hmm. anything like that. It's like you'd have to play that in a stadium yep. just to fill it with the sound, <laughs> right? Oh, great choice. Cool. Glad you like it. Hey, I have to admit, I'm going to pick my all-time favorite instrumental from the age, I think I was five when I first heard it, and I never stopped playing it. And it's probably American group, B-Bumble, and the Stingers. That, oh can't, be a, that can't be an English 
group. I'm going to have to look up. A Bee Bumble and the Stingers, honey. Okay, Bee Bumble and the Stingers, and it's from an old classic, uh, Nutrocker. Nutrocker. As in your nuts. Don't rock your nuts. And you can put that in too. Nutrocker. Nutrocker. That's with Bee Bumble and the Stingers. No, you say it with an O. It's a nut. N-U-T. Say it in English. Say nut. Nut rocker. Nut. 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 You know, like mud? Not. You know, like mud? Wood. Mud. Say nut. <laughs> Wood. Nut. 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 <laughs> That's Welsh. Okay, here it is. Hilarious when I try to do it, isn't All right, it? listen to this. This will get you going. Just hear a bit of this. Come yes, on. be Bumble of the Stingers. Let's do this. Tell me your thoughts, mate. Oh my gosh, it's rock and roll Tchaikovsky. No wonder it's called <laughs> Nut Rocker, like Nutcracker. That's clever. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that, but you know, I love listening to that because we got the drums come in and they're just a classic little rock beat, and then all of a sudden there's that uh, there's that guitar that sounds like Dick Dale, Gary Hoey. Yeah. And the whole while you got that piano that's like Jerry Lee Lewis. It's just banging away on the keys. Yeah, maybe three or four instruments, but the <laughs> They recognize and they they put one instrument right up there and then they come with another and it's a crescendo and then they all come up to the end and they all go together. I'm going to take a guess like you did with Iron Maiden. Is this early 60s? I think it's way early 60s, to be honest. Yeah, probably uh, like 60, 62, 63, maybe. Oh, round cool. about. Hey, kids, time to go for now. We are all about the listeners and what you want. And we know what you want. British music. Because we are the best. Don't listen to that mad mank. We invented rock. We make it all better. Please join us next time for more exciting music, trivia and fun. On the Limey and the Yank podcast. This episode of the Limey and the Yank is sponsored in part by Seven Seas International. Providers of responsibly caught, sustainably fished salmon. Look for the Biltmore brand salmon at your local grocery store. Thank you for listening.